0: You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink network of podcasts. Now, here
1: are your hosts.
2: Hello, and welcome everybody to episode 55 of Late Arrivals. Got the four of us back this week. Connor
3: is back. Hi, I'm back from Wyoming. Back from Fighting Bears in Wyoming
0: riding bears, slaying fish. It's how you get stronger physically, mm-hmm. mentally. It's very important. Brave Recommend. braving actual seasons.
2: <laughs> wow. That's great. Yeah, it was it's been nice being around the water all week. We've gone. We went to San Diego yesterday. We're in Long Beach today. It's been nice, nice cool weather.
3: Must be nice. Sorry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Still hot. Still hot here.
1: But well, still going glad... bike riding.
3: I did yesterday. I'm I'm going tomorrow as well. I got, that's why I got to go like super early in the morning because it's like I can maybe make it when it's like 92 and it feels good outside. It's disgusting when I have to say it feels good at 92. You know how disgusting that is? <laughs> Ridiculous. That's hot as hell anywhere else.
2: So we we have a funny story from the aquarium today. Mm. so we got there early because so we went to aquarium of the pacific and got there right as they opened and we literally saw everything we wanted to see like within the first hour mm-hmm. and then just it got swarmed by like field trips full of small children which i mean it, it's an aquarium so <laughs> like it's as to be expected mm-hmm. but we're like getting ready to leave and we're on like the second level and one of the staff members like walks by and was talking about the fire truck parked outside mm-hmm. and we're like huh that's weird and they start coming up the stairs with the gurney and then they have this kid on a gurney with a bandage around his head oh, okay <laughs> and we're like what the fuck like what did we just stumble into and they're like pushing him past us to get to the elevator and the kid's like is this really bad <laughs> as it's like heads bleeding sick <laughs> Like, whoever the chaperone for this trip is, is uh, getting a, a real talking to when they get back to the school. <laughs> a real talking to. Uh, at that point, we're just like, you know what? It might be time to leave. There's children yeah. getting hurt. Yeah, There's just yeah good... r- roaming packs of kindergartners everywhere.
3: It's a good time. Sea creatures, bloody kid.
2: Got to yeah. see the, the seal show.
3: The seal. Oh, there you go.
2: Kind was that of a blast? An, kind of anticlimactic because they were oh, just okay. talking about the seals. They fed them and then they left, and it was like, oh, <laughs> it was like a ten-minute thing. We're like, oh, Aww. like thought this was gonna actually be like a full-on. Got to see a bunch of Sammy the seals. Yeah, they had one that's uh older than me. I was born in '96. Oh, it's like, oh, that's cool. Neat. They walked around the aquarium high for most of the morning. It was incredible. <laughs> Just two of the two of us just zoned out just staring at the yeah. jellyfish just in the enclosure, just like, oh shit, man, that's cool. <laughs>
3: the big lava lamp. Seals or <sighs> sea lions. They were is, both. Is both. Yeah.
2: They had harbor seals and they had the sea lions. And the sea lions, I think, were the older of the bunch. I think one's name was like Carter or something. He was Carter. he was pretty big. He's a big boy.
3: Yeah, they're usually pretty big. Harbor seal—that's where it's at. That's what Sammy is.
2: Now they're talking about how they just like they bounce up on the shore, and this little fat one was just kind of hopping around, just like that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Good times to be had, though. Glad you had a good time. Don't know if uh, we'll spend the forty-five dollars to get in again too soon, but it's definitely. It was definitely fun. It's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to fill time in this vacation, just do a bunch of stuff we wouldn't normally do. And hey, it's worked out so far.
3: Yeah. Good
1: for you. You know?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know? Okay. Yeah, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, before we got into talking about any duck stuff and, before any of our usual shenanigans Whoops. have are are had, um, you know, we, we did have some, some really sad news come out of kind of our, our fan base, our realm, I guess you could say, you know, uh, Nick Cardinal has passed away in a motorcycle accident earlier this week. And, you know, it's, he was a little before my time of being a fan, you know, he was drafted a little before. So I don't have a lot of the emotional attachment that a lot of, you know, I wouldn't say I was surprised, but you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the the people that have been in kind of the Twitter circle of Ducks Twitter for the longest time, you know, had nothing but, you know, good things to say about him and just the emotions, seeing people you know sad about him passing away, you know, really really hits hard regardless of, you know, if you have connections to him, knowing who he was. Um, so, you know, we want to wish our condolences to his family, 29 is just young. yeah that's um, terrible um you know it was it was cool to see that i mean because it happened so i wouldn't say like so early in the day but just kind of dropped out of nowhere mm-hmm. um uh but like a lot of the outpouring of you know people sending well wishes to his family and stuff was was cool to see just because it is just so just in a flash just like
3: yep excuse me he was a he was a realtor, I think, right in Nashville, yeah, that's what that's what his life after hockey's been yeah that's that's just i was I was pretty shocked when I saw that. I'm still pretty shocked at it all, just how fast that happened, but yeah, it was really sad he's he was what the first duck to play like drafted and all that from Orange county. He's like, yeah, 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 so he was a he was a pretty big deal for the think
2: like Irvine? Irvine I think
3: so, yeah, I think yeah. so, so yeah it's terrible
2: uh, again you know uh we don't expect the Cordial's family to be listening to our little podcast but this somehow does get to you guys you know we're thinking of you and you know again it's 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 really shitty to to lose someone so young so mm-hmm. yeah with that we can get into our our normal shenanigans i just wanted to get that early and not forget it because we have a habit of doing that sometimes yeah uh, but we are in the swing of training camp. Um, we won't bore everybody too much with more of the same. Oh, Zegers and Drysdale still aren't here. But we have some actual hockey that's been played. Um, you know, the Dox are 3-0 and in preseason so far, which they've Ooh. also played some split squad against Raising the Sharks back and forth that <laughs> have had not many regulars in the lineup. So. Yeah not the best litmus test but um i tweeted about it a couple times it's it's a night and day difference out there like actually watching decent hockey for the first time in a couple years regardless of its preseason or not is just so refreshing Um, yeah you know it's it's still early um (laughs) we we can't exactly be planning the parade just yet but you sure we can but then we'll look like jackasses but (laughs) you know it's it's great seeing that this early on there seems to already be some buy-in to cronin systems and stuff and it just looks like everybody's doing their job out there and there wasn't or there hasn't been a lot of that in the last couple years so
3: yeah they just look super energized out there man like I know, like it's the first couple games back too, and you're like in camp, and people are fighting for jobs, and some people are on a PTO, and they're trying to make an impact and all that. But they just seem, it just seems different, at least right now. Um, I don't know, they're just energized. It it was, it's exciting. I've, I've been able to watch all three preseason games so far, and every game they just seem, they just seem fun. I don't know, they're actually like a fun team, and it's weird because they're all. You know, the lines are just a mess. It's all different people, people that we're not going to see in the regular season. So, but it's still, it, it's been fun. It's been fun to watch.
2: At a second line last night of Brock McGinn, Adam Henrik, and Zach Cassian. So, <laughs> you yeah, know, not, uh-huh. not exactly the opening night roster, you know, lineup look just yeah. yet, but
1: they spelled Zach yeah. Cassian's name wrong on the thing where it shows it, who's on the ice. They spelt it with a C. Like With they didn't seat? change it the entire game.
2: Oh nice. <laughs> a C, huh? That's of yeah. ugly. I will say it was kind of uh kind of funny on the, the stream last night. Uh the the goals announcer. I, I keep blanking on his name. Bill. And um, he asked And
3: his Ill Phil? No. Aaron Cooney. Oh Aaron Cooney, yeah. Oh. Aaron Cooney. Yeah.
2: Yes. He, he asked Edom what what kind of impact does a guy like Cassian make on the lineup? And I will give Emerson all the props because he definitely spun, oh, well, you need veteran presence to insulate the lineup a little bit and go out there and, you know, forecheck heart. And I was just sitting back like, you know, it's bad when the only thing you can say is, yeah, he just kind of skates out there. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you know, hey – it's their job like he's got to say something but I was I was sitting back because I was watching it while while playing you know my xbox and I was just like you know good on you Emerson <laughs> you can't just outright say yeah he's there he's a the guy
3: oh, yeah and speaking of Edom what do you guys think of, of him so far as a color commentator on the he's going to be on the radio side obviously but
0: I think I think he's been good uh-huh. you know he definitely has a lot of potential I think and you know kind of brings like uh certainly a fresh young i mean directly informed perspective i mean he was an nhler so you know it's yeah. just having some old dude up there you know talking about nothing but um you know you can definitely tell that he's going through the growing pains like you can like i was listening last night um out of the duckstream feed I'm on my way home from night class um i caught i caught the end of the second and most of the third um yeah you can you can kind of tell right now that he's never been on the radio before like mm-hmm. he is i don't know if it's nerves i don't know if it's um you know still getting adjusted and I, I mean i'm sure it's a combination of a lot of things i'm not trying to yeah. shit on him but like you know he's, he's like just kind of saying a lot of the same things but i mean i mean he'll 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 settle in i mean i think i think he's great on the podcast i think he i think he um i think he brings a lot of good energy in him i'm excited to see him grow i think i think i think he'll do really well once he's once he's settled in
3: yeah i I I do like his
2: little interjections about the the penalty kill stuff with like the
0: guacamole
2: and like the brewery (laughs) x stuff because he's just like yeah i'm wearing the polo right now
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm uh i i've liked it so far i I, I like that. He kind of got thrown into it pretty quick though. You know, like he all of a sudden he had a podcast and he's on the radio. Like it was instant. I mean, this guy was a player and then like a coach, he was coaching the shredders. So it's like, kind of got thrown into all of it pretty quick, but I'm excited. I mean, I, I saw some people talking about, do you think that he makes the jump to TV at some point? And I mean, i see how this season goes and, and beyond and all that. But I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, we need something fresh on on the TV side of things at some point.
2: I don't know if it goes as far as replacing Allers or Hayward right away. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like they're kind of going to be there until someone else opens up, mm-hmm. um, but I wouldn't hate it. Uh, like Connor said, you know, he's obviously kind of growing through the growing pains and, adjusting to being in in this kind of role but he's entertaining you know yeah. he's very engaged he like connor also said you know he he's an NA, a former nhl or so he has a different perspective than someone that's been covering the game for a long time but never played it at that level so like you're at least getting insights and kind of the the thinking from someone that understands what's happening um but you can tell that he's still seeing it from the player side and not being able to exactly, I wouldn't say uh, explain like what's going on, you know, to dumb it down a little bit, but, you know, obviously he, he was kind of thrown into this very fast, so <laughs> don't expect them to get it, you know, right off, right off the bat, but yeah, exactly. it's fresh, mm-hmm. it's new, you know, it's kind of, I kind of feel like that's the story of the year is it's just a clean slate for a lot of things. There's going to be some growing pains, but you know, it's all going to all going to work out eventually. Yeah, for sure. Uh we had the TV schedule get announced today, uh finally. Ba- Bally's exists still. No Bally's,
1: yeah. There's so, Fortunately.
2: Games will be on Bally SoCal, and then you obviously have your Hulu and ESPN plus games. Um don't feel like we need to go through the whole the whole no. schedule. Um no. but hey, at least they finally it's put it there. out because yep, we're getting to there. that point where there was nothing.
3: Yeah, I, yeah. So I think they have all of I think you said you said just two that aren't gonna be on Bally, which is the TNT game and then the ESPN plus Hulu game. I think there's some K Cop in there, but yeah, it's you know, it's out it's out and it's it's I know people were were worried about it. Um so yeah, there it is. Enjoy it. Yep. You see, I, I'm I'm shocked that Bally is still still kicking. Um, I haven't even heard the Coyotes' TV schedule yet, so I don't even know what's going on there. And Who knows?
2: I wonder if with it being Bally-SoCal, if it's just going to kind of be like co-branded, just one-night one Kings, <laughs> one-night Ducks. Yeah. It'll be a little interesting, though, to see if they play on the same night, or
3: mm-hmm. they have
2: like a different Bally-SoCal for the two. I, that's going to be a little interesting to see.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Um I i wanted to pose a question to you guys after last night's game. Are are the big bad ducks finally back? <laughs> we had Gudis losing his mind, um uh, playing a beautiful hip check too. Um that was that was a pretty nice hit. Yeah. But uh he kind of lost his nut. I mean he got tossed at the end of the <laughs> game after Calorne uh whether you feel it's dirty or not hit philip zadina um kind of feel like with how they're playing and once you start adding some of the regulars into the lineup are are we going to be the assholes of uh yesteryear again or we I think sure those so. are some big shoes to fill at this moment in time
0: i mean i love i love being the enemy i love i love being the assholes um That's you a know fun time. i I love, I love, I I have no issues with what Gouda or Korn did yesterday. You know, Goudas sticking up for Dostal after getting run. Um, you know, like Jake said, laid a beautiful hip check before that. Um, you know, sticking up for the young guys, and then I mean, I I, I don't really give a fuck about what Alex Korn did. You know, don't elbow dudes, don't yeah. elbow my guys. Like I, I don't care. Like there's going to be repercussions.
3: Yeah, and when I first saw the hit, I thought I no it was. Yeah, I, when I first saw it, I thought it was, I thought it was worse than when I saw it like the replay. You know, like when I saw the replay, not, not it took forever. I didn't see it until like earlier today, and uh, it really didn't look that. It didn't look that bad. Um, I know a lot of shark. I mean, of course, if you're a sharks fan, you're not gonna like it. You're gonna overreact to it. That's fine. It's it would be the same if it was flipped. And you know, ducks fans wouldn't like it and all that stuff. But. Just looking at it and trying to take off my duck's hat, you know, it it didn't seem it didn't seem that bad.
2: I mean, we, we had a we had another one that happened last night, but we'll we'll save that for a little bit later because <laughs> I have some thoughts on
3: on that. Okay, I mean, I will say There's, that Gudis oh. Gudis made oh, me oh, yes. yeah, Gudis made me a fan last night.
0: Yeah, you little f- like
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that
1: was a stern finger point.
0: That was he powerful. Had- I love it. A little more sandpaper in this team is a good thing. I'm all I'm all for it. All for it.
2: And that pairing of Gudis and Zellweger was, was very fun to watch, too. Yeah. Even though they had some moments where it was just like, Olin, what are you doing? He's not back there. It's just like, no <laughs> yeah, one is man. at the point. What the <laughs> fuck is happening?
0: I mean, I mean, really, really like what I'm seeing so far from both Zellweger and Mentukov. Uh, oh, yeah. So- season um you know really like what i'm seeing from jackson I'm uh, almost said jackson Leno, jackson lacombe uh <laughs> as well um yeah man it's exciting you know I, I i'm i still would probably bet against um one of zellweger or minchikov making the opening night roster but um you know i i i I would be happy to be proven wrong and be happy to to you know eat a little bit of crow there if they if they continue to kill it in camp and and deservedly earn a spot you know if they if they show out the rest of preseason and the rest of these preseason games and they earn it they they absolutely should be on the opening night roster but you know I w- I wouldn't be surprised if they start in San Diego but mm-hmm. I think I think my prediction is that at least one of them um, is up and stays with the team before before January first.
2: I know what he
1: play playing the back
0: to back. Yeah, he did. They're, I wasn't expecting that. Him,
3: they're running him through the gauntlet. Yeah. He eats enough calories to you know yeah. he's fine. He's not gonna be tired.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, I think I mean I mean I think Leo we can we can pencil in to at least be on the opening night roster right now. I think I think that's yeah. a I think that's a pretty comfortable prediction we can make. You know, i mean, I mean what what happens after his first nine games, we don't know yet. That's a little bit more uncertain, but um Yeah, I know Leo's look good. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know last night wasn't his best showing, but I know we'll get into Cronin's comments probably right now. But I mean, the team as a whole didn't look great last night at all. It was just kind of a sloppy game that, you know, they just ended up finding a way to win. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Leo's looked really great that first preseason, that first preseason game. I mean, he was, he was one of, if not the best players on the ice. And, you know, he's, he's just continuing to show what he is as a player. And he's continued to He's, uh, he's continued to let his skill set flourish and show why he's such a good hockey player. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I mean, I, I can't – I don't know if you guys touched – I know I was gone the last two episodes, but um, you know, I'll, just, I'll just say it again. I mean, if, from the short time between the draft and now, so what, three months, three and a half months maybe? Mm-hmm. M- maybe not even that. Like, he's, he's already made great improvements to his skating. Stride looks better. His first three steps was something that he even said after the draft was something that he wanted to work on this offseason. And, um, you know, that 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 was shown, especially in the rookie tournament, um, which started right before this, that that was actually something that he's worked on because it's looked a whole lot better. looks mm-hmm. fine out there. I mean, is he going to be a uh, Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Connor McDavid? No, but he doesn't need to be. He has so he has such a, 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 an an elite toolkit and and such an elite cerebral processing of the game that he 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 really just needs to be okay at skating or mm-hmm. li- league average if you want to call it that and he'll be just fine. Yeah, that's all he needs. If he makes other more strides to skating, great. He's an even bigger weapon than we already knew he was going to be. So, um, yeah, really, really liking what we've seen with Leo. You know, he he actually is working on the things that he said he's going to work on. And, and, you know, I, I mean, I really think the sky's the limit, the kid. I mean, you know, I, I know we talked back in the lead up to the draft, everybody here listening knows that I was a huge Leo guy from, from the beginning before we even drafted him from in the middle mm-hmm. of last season, when I was doing my, you know, when I was doing my prospect research and really kind of looking at who we like. So, I mean, I, I don't need to be sold on the kid. I don't need to be convinced, but um, you know, I think I th- like, I've I'm, I'm already having a couple of people come to me that were like, Hey, you know, I I I kind of see what you mean. Or hey, like I'm kind of starting to change my opinion on Leo. Like this kid's really fucking good, and I'm just like, you know, yeah, man, I tried to tell you. To
3: tell you LAP man, we know puck and Connor's getting stopped on the streets now, especially in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely got stopped by Jackson Hole, Wyoming, right? yeah. about about Leo Carlson. That's definitely <laughs> What happens? Do we uh do we want to get into uh, the couple uh, comments Cronin made last night? Yeah. Let's get into them. Cool.
2: I mean, to, to go back to Zellweger, I mean, the fact that you're getting as much praise and catching as much attention as you are is definitely a good sign, I'd say, for him. Um, I just like, in general, that Cronin's... I mean, I kind of I feel like we didn't really get much of a taste of kind of that, like, dry sense of humor or that just dry way of going about interviews until mm-hmm. we actually have heard them. Yeah. Um, I, I really love the honesty, you know, he talked about how it was not a good game last night, but they, they, they goalie the sharks, you yeah. know, Dostal only gave up two, you know, they played like shit, but they found a way to win and, you know, you'll take wins like that, you know, wins a win. Um, but the fact that he's openly saying that you know kids like Zellweger, Minchikov, you know they're they're making an impression on him. And I think it's you know giving him more more reason to put them in and more high pressure situations. you know, Olin playing two games back to back, especially against the same same team, most of the same squad. You know, it, it was really a, a chance to, to show, okay, well, you got to play the night before, but now you're going to slot in with some more of the, the veteran guys, you're going to play with people you might be on the roster with, you know, run with it and see what you can do. And it's cool that he's giving the kids the opportunity to make their own fate. It's not just, okay, you're going to stay here, you're going to play your preseason games, and then, you know, you're going to go report for AHL camp, or you're going to go back to juniors. It's, it's like, okay, you looked good show me why you should stay
0: yeah yep yep i love that i think i think i think all the kids should be given that opportunity um i mean it it especially more so the blue chip guys that we have the leo carlson's the olenzell the the uh the pavelman I almost said pavel Regendas. the Pavelmanchukov. chukov <laughs> <laughs> respect pavel again by the way even though he has not looked good but <laughs> um <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean i really like what we're hearing from cronin so far in terms of his um uh Sorry, Savannah's comment made me laugh, but uh, (laughs) I I, I really like what we're hearing from Cronin so far in terms of how honest he is about um, how the team played, how the results of the game played. Um, You know, you all, you all listening to this may have saw my tweet last night. I quote tweeted uh, Derek, who's been doing a great job. Yeah, go follow Derek. Uh, I've been covering uh, all the, all the media scrums and, and uh, transcribing all the answers for us to post on Twitter um, where we may not always be able to easily locate them so um, shout out Derek for that but yeah I, I'm, I'm in in Cronin's honesty of, of of how the game went last night you know like Jake said you know he fully acknowledged that it was the the Ducks all together playing a poor game but somehow found a way to win on the back of Lucas Dostal um, and Cronin fully acknowledged that that's what it was and and th- that really stuck out to me because Cronin's team found a way to win and he still wasn't even remotely satisfied. He knew that that wasn't a good performance. Whereas, I mean, you know, with, with, when we were in the Dallas Aikens era, Dallas Aikens is probably completely content with that solely because they found a way to win. Yeah. And that just shows to me that Greg Cronin has the right priorities. He's, he's, he's not so, so much results-driven as he is process and system-driven and that's what this team needs to be this year they need to focus on the system focus on the process focus on playing good hockey all around and then worry about the results after you have that established yeah um, you know i i mean preseason grains of salt need be consumed but um yeah i mean i mean i'm just i'm liking cronin's approach so far um you know i think i think i think he's got his head in the right spot from what we've seen at this point and um yeah it's uh I'm just I'm just excited to get going for the regular season man. see where this team's at, see what that opening night roster looks like, see how many people earn their chance and earn their spot and and see what these guys can do. You know, let's get it rolling.
3: And this could definitely bite me in the ass later, but I just feel really good with Cronin and like the way he's, you know, like Connor was saying, just how he goes about stuff like he's making me more excited for this season. I mean, I'm always excited for a new season, but like Mm -hmm. you knew you, you kind of know what's coming, you know, there's still not going to be a good team, but Cronin is just, I mean, I was excited about Dallas Aikens too, to be, I'm not going to lie. I was when we first, you know, hired him, but hopefully Cronin, just just the way he talks to the media and like his, his thought process, I talked about it last week. It's just, it's exciting to hear. It's refreshing. And yeah, like Connor said, I'm just excited for the, the
0: season to get going and see, see what's up. Yeah, you can, you know, you can, you can just feel the intensity that he that he kind of brings just off of the way he's talking about, um, you know, talking about games that his team won and showing that he, like I said, is not satisfied with how that game was played whatsoever. I think that's the approach that needs to be taken with a young, um, with a young up and coming, mostly inexperienced group. You know, I know we added a couple veterans here, and and you know have a decent amount of guys that have some games underneath their belt but um you know the guys you really need to be focusing on need to know that it's not just about the results like you gotta you gotta play the right way you gotta have the right process um you know in the in the mix with that so yeah i'm just i'm loving the the mentality shift that we're already kind of seeing um you know i hope i hope Mm -hmm. chrome is kind of just drilling it into these guys that that's the way that they need to approach these games and that's the way that they need to go into this season. So um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a good sign for me so far. We'll, we'll obviously see how that plays out once we get into regular season hockey, get a couple months in, but um, you know, like I said, preseason grains of salt need to be consumed a little bit, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking what we're seeing so far. The
2: the quote that stuck out for me, uh, Lou, Lou sent uh, Derek's tweets from last night. Um, this was more so when he was talking about Minchikov, but the thing that stuck out to me is at the end, you know, he says he's talking about how he's a bigger body. So he says Pavel was good. I'm excited to see more of him. I think he's gonna get more confident as we move on. You can see his burst offensively and he's fearless def- defensively, and he's obviously a bigger body, so he's gonna have a little more stiffness to the way he defends, but both he and Zelwiger have a bright future. Anyways, you know, his, his quotes about Zellweger were just kind of talking about how a lot of the habits that you see from guys uh, in juniors are very all offense, no defense. You know, mm-hmm. we preached, uh, you know, going into last season thinking that Klingberg and Kulikov were going to work out, um, <laughs> you know, the, the whole all gas, no breaks approach to things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you can definitely see it, you know, all of the highlights we've seen of Olin Zellweger over the years have been just ridiculous, you know, snipes from the point or he's wheeling around the zone and flying around the net and scoring these bad angle goals. And you don't really see a lot of his defensive upside because it is like, holy shit. He's just this little speed demon out there, you know, <laughs> just, you know, breaking ankles on the blue line. Yeah. Um, but you know, he, he does get a lot of praise from Cronin saying that, the competitiveness he's brought to camp shows that he's willing to improve and instilling that um, that mindset of you need to be good on both sides of the puck. You can't just do one thing well. You know, really show that, like I said earlier, he's putting the ball in, in their court and saying, okay, if you want to be here, show me why you need to be here. Yeah. And it, it's great knowing that there's that level of trust where, again, before it was just like, oh, hell yeah, we – you know after the oilers game last year where we where we beat them because of Dostal, mm-hmm. you know the the vibes were well we scored more than them and he stopped a lot more pucks <laughs> than he needed to um but we're grateful to have him and thank you know thank god we won that game instead of just like oh we played like shit but we got lucky you know i'd rather hear hey we played terrible but we still found a way and we still won than just yeah we did it guys <laughs> yeah exactly we broke the goalie but we won <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um but you know we i feel like we'll be saying it all season just that that transparency and just that openness to just be like no, you guys played like shit yeah it's just nicer to hear instead of just okay guys you know we're bad so when we lose like it's just everybody did okay everybody got their snack pouch like <laughs> i don't know it it, for a sport that's as physical and as manly as people like to say i i I have been annoyed at the coddling over the last couple seasons like yeah we're bad we're we're focusing on getting high draft picks and kind of building back up but like fuck they're grown adults playing a contact sport like this like i want to hear that they're playing like shit you know you can only get so far of just like okay, they tried, guys. They're, they're yeah. doing their best out there. Like
3: at least they get here, paid to do this. Like, yeah, at least hear from them that they know that they're what they're doing wrong instead of like oh, we did this and yeah, we got to do this next game. And it was just the con- it was the same thing every 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 loss. Well, we got to do this better. We got to do that better. And it's just like, but they never really came out and said straight up like we suck.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Which I mean, you
2: you also. You there needs to be accountability, and yeah. I feel
0: like, and I feel like there hasn't been any of that, yeah. you know, especially the last two or three seasons under Dallas Aikens. And I think Cronin's going to bring that accountability, and I think he's going to preach accountability to the locker room, um, which is what young professionals and these kids need. I mean, I mean, it's not to say that none of them have that because you know they've clearly gotten themselves to the highest level. So I'm not, I'm not trying to say that these dudes don't, I mean, don't have any accountability, but you know that was something that was lacking. I think, and I think Cronin's going to bring that, bringing that New England intensity. And really quick, I know there isn't <laughs> much. Move, I know there isn't much movement on the Zegers front, but Jake mentioned coddling. I got a little something to say.
2: <laughs> okay, floor is yours. I'm gonna
0: okay. I'm gonna preface all this with, I love Trevor Zegers. I think he's great. He's going to be one of the faces of this team, ideally, for years to come. He's great. Like, I, I cannot stress that enough. But I think people are starting to go a little bit stir crazy with the lack of contract signing. And I think a good portion of the Ducks fan base needs to take a deep breath and take a step back from their perception of Trevor Zegers. By no means is Trevor Zegris a pay him whatever he wants and, signs and, and sign the deal player. Like, full stop. That is not what Trevor Zegers is. And sorry if you don't like to hear that, but that's not up for debate. OK, so everyone just saying, oh, why isn't Pat just signing him? Why? Why don't you just give him an eight by eight or an eight by nine or like an eight by ten? Like, whatever. Like, no, no. <laughs> I, like, I don't understand why this is still being argued for. I think this fan base. Look, and I, th- I, th- I think all fan bases in general in any sport are going to overrate their own guys just a little bit. Like, I think everybody's guilty of that we're all guilty of that. It's just the nature of sports and the nature of being attacked, attached to players and the nature of being a fan of these guys. Like, I, I get that. I totally understand. But I feel like people are still refusing to look at the facts of the situation. We have concrete, full-blown confirmation that there is a three-year term agreed to for the Trevor Zegers contract. The AAV is clearly what is separating everything now then. So that tells us that it's going to be a bridge deal. And making an educated guess, we can assume that Trevor Zegers and his camp are the ones wanting the bridge deal. Trevor Zegers is wanting to bet on himself and he's wanting to to have this bridge deal take him to his next contract where he can then, ideally, if he exceeds whatever that bridge deal AAV is, make more on his next long-term contract and eventually make more money in the long-term. So I'm not sure why people are still acting like an an eight year by eight million Jack Hughes contract is on the table. Like that's not happening. It's going to be a three or four whatever it ends up being year deal. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that Trevor Zegers is just going to get a three year eight nine ten million dollar deal. Like no, that's not how this works. A bridge deal is going to set him up for the qualifying offer. So no, you don't want to make it seven eight nine million whatever it is because that's just it, that's just going to completely blow the next contract out of proportion. So. People just need to take a deep breath a little bit and separate yourselves from your personal attachment to Trevor Zegras and realize what the actual situation is. You are not getting a three-year, $9 million deal. So stop asking why Pat Verbeek doesn't just give him that because that's that's completely unrealistic and that's not what he should get. Okay. Now, again, I can't stress this enough. I love Trevor Zegers. I'm not trying to say that he's underrated, or or not trying to say that he's overrated, or that he's not what he should be, or that he can't get to what he, you know, or 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 that he can't hit his potential. But like, like, holy shit! You would think the way some of this fan base talks about Trevor Zegers, you would think that he's Connor McDavid. Yeah. (laughs) Like, let's let's take a step back a little bit, realize what it is. These things take time, you know, and. There was a big debate that I was in uh, a day or two ago on Twitter, where people were trying to compare the the Drysdale holdouts to the Lindholm and Raquel holdouts from 2016, and like trying to use that as a comparison. Like, no, like the people that I was arguing with were trying to say that because Lindholm and Raquel held out and they were eventually traded, that means that there's going that automatically means that there's going to be bad blood with Zegers and Drysdale and the Ducks management and means that they're going to be traded like no that like that's just completely (laughs) missing completely different variables in both situations and that's a completely bad faith argument Raquel and Holm were traded six years later by a completely different GM because they were unrestricted free agents that wanted what what would have been too much money for a team that needed to start at a rebuild so completely different situations so like, don't even try to use that as a as a comparison situation or an argument for why Pat should just give Zegers whatever he's asking for. Both sides need to like. Obviously, both sides are trying to quote unquote win win the deal, right? Get what they want. Yep. Pat Verbeek can't mm-hmm. force Trevor Zegers to sign an eight by eight million dollar deal if he wants a bridge deal. So, like, it's not just this. Why isn't Verbeek? <laughs> doing this how is was eight by nine ten whatever contract not signed like yeah i'm just so sick of these high level arguments for this yeah and i feel like you guys know better than that all right so okay ran over we can get <laughs> yeah off and, and it's and it's not even just I like just, I've, I've just been reaching a boiling point lately and with all that so i just i just had to get a couple things off my chest yeah
3: and like the you know you got the people blaming verbeek for not Signing him, but then you got other people saying that this is zegras's fault, and he's like, he thinks he's too good and he's cocky, and all this. It's like, why are we getting so personal? Like, he has an agent, I'm sure zegras isn't doing anything. He's training, he's focusing on being ready for the season whenever that contract can be signed. It's his agent and Pet Ruby going
0: back and forth. Yeah, you guys need to understand it's not. Pat Verbeek on the phone with Trevor egress Yeah, like, and they're arguing every day. The player, <laughs> for, I mean, from what I understand, the player doesn't speak to the GM directly when this kind of stuff is going on. It was solely through the agent. I'm sure the player is telling the is telling his agent, "Hey, talk about this. Ask for this. You know, let him know I think this." Blah 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 blah. Sure, of course. But it, like, it's just it's there's just so much more to this than. Hey, here's eight years, nine million. Please sign it. And Trevor Zegers is like, okay, like, yeah. like people think it's just that. No, it's not.
1: A lot of unknowns.
0: There's a lot of unknowns. The only thing we have concrete information on is that there's a three-year term agreed to. That's the only yeah. thing that is concrete Yeah, and people are. Jumping off that we were offering three yeah. or four million AAV, that's not 100% concrete. I don't think you can fully trust that that's true, because that was probably coming from Pat Brisson, who's Trevor Zegers' agent. And that's just a classic agent negotiation tactic to put some pressure on the team. Okay, We've seen it a million times. We've seen it year after year. Like, Let's not fall for the shit that we see happens to other teams. And we can easily go, oh, we know exactly what's going on here. But now it's happening to us and we don't know what to fucking do with (laughs) us. Like, let's everybody take a deep breath. We're all throwing up in this situation. And and I was accused on Twitter the other day of saying of of trying to by holding this opinion, I'm trying to say that the situation is good or that it's fine. No, it's not. It's not ideal. Nobody ever wants to see a player hold out. The situation isn't good for either side. Ideally, these guys are signed and in camp right now. I think that's what both parties want, right? So yeah, the mm-hmm. situation isn't good. Nothing about it is good.
3: God damn it's, hunt
0: it's the bad faith arguments and, and the high level reasoning that is leading to the misunderstanding of the situation that's been driving me up the wall. Yeah. So, okay, rant over. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
2: is, <laughs> it is fun to think about Pat Verbeek FaceTiming Trevor Zegers and he picks it up is. and he's like doing a TikTok dance. Like, hey, sorry Pat, let me finish recording this real fast so we can talk. <laughs>
3: See, in my head, they're on Xbox Live or like PlayStation <laughs> and they're playing a game and they're going back and forth contract talks live. P-
2: playing Warzone. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um, but uh yeah, you get you get the crazy people there on Twitter that are just running off with these weird things like they think they know more. Behind the scenes stuff, and we're not sitting here saying we do we're saying relax because none of us do we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but then this is why I hate I love and hate um this is gonna be a plug for inside the rink by the way uh and our new uh our new writer uh Hannah shout out to Hannah um shout out, Hannah. Uh, shout out the, cookie girl. the cookie girl on uh, yeah. Twitter if you know her Max Comtois um destroyed her cookies one night um anyway uh. I have to share that stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And when I share it on Facebook, I get all of these comments, and Facebook's even worse, man. Like I can only spend maybe two minutes max on that stupid website and I have to leave. Like there the, the people that just flood the comments, I just can't do it. But um anyway, if you want to read the new article, it's on insightherink.com. It's called The Beginning of the Anaheim Ducks New Era. And uh yeah, it's been getting a lot of been getting a lot of clicks. So if you haven't clicked on it, yeah, go check it out. Yeah, go click on it. Yeah, maybe leave a maybe leave a nice comment. I don't know. I mean, we're not we're not breaking news here. Like <laughs> a lot of these are opinion pieces, my guy.
0: Like just we're not spitting chicklets getting Mike
3: Babcock fired, but yeah, we're not getting anyone fired. We're not getting anyone signed. <laughs> we're not getting anyone traded. Like just you know, let's just calm down, man. We're just having discussion. Yeah, but yeah, go check it out. Read it. It's very good. Yeah, happy
0: to. Yeah, happy to have Hannah on the team. I think you know she's a, she's a great follow, a great mm-hmm. uh, a great representative of the fan base on social media for us. So yep. yeah, everybody, everybody, go give her a follow. Happy to, happy to have her on the team. Hockey Hannah
3: is on, is her app on Twitter, I believe.
2: So that is a, a great transition. We uh, we got pictures of what part of the thirtieth kit's going to look like. We got to see the pants on one Trevor um, which. I mean, to me, that's kind of a sign that they're like, hey, have all this stuff just so when you are signed, like, you can come over and, you know, yeah, be with the here. team. You're already dressed. Like, I, I don't know. Like, to, not to re retread anything, get back to it. But, like, I don't think it's an ideal situation for either party. But, I mean, it'd be different if it was, like, this guy is just kind of training in random shit. Like, the fact that they're still training in, like, their equipment, they're being sent the thirtieth stuff. Like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. obviously communication between the parties. It's not mm-hmm. just like, hey, I haven't heard from my agent. My agent hasn't heard from the team in a week. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get to that with the uh, the Stamco stuff later. But it's like that whole situation is, yeah, it's not ideal, but you can tell that they're still involved. It's it's yeah. not just straight up like ah oh, have fun, like yeah. we'll see you when you when you come to camp or when you get back to Anaheim, like
3: Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting these these same vibes that a lot of people are where it's like this awkwardness between Zegris and the ducks and it's like you know, uh it just doesn't seem that bad. It's not like they're mad at each other. They're not I, I just don't see it that way. I don't know. This is a normal thing to happen. It's just it's it's it happens all the time.
0: This isn't yeah. new. We're not the first team to have guys hold out. It's oh, happened man. to us literally before. I just mentioned it. It happened over- <laughs> to us like, yeah. less than 10 years ago. Like Mitch Marner even. I do not that remember couple. that yeah. we've been through this before as fans already.
2: God damn it. God damn it. But uh, the. Uh, it's,
0: buddy, it's not like, oh, it's Pat Verbeek's fault. Oh, it's Trevor Zerus' fault. Oh, it's the agent's fault. Like, what's going on? Like, no, it's, it's negotiating. And it's trying to get everybody happy. Okay like you can you can say that it's not a good situation without being like oh it's this one person's fault or oh what the fuck is pat for doing or why isn't trevor zegers just taking what he's offered?" you know like no like it's that's not the right way to go about it
2: real life is not a bethesda game you can't speech check your way out of this <laughs> but uh back back to the, the uniform pitcher um ducks and pucks was the first one to break it they posted the picture. uh i'm kind of with lou i think lou you were the one who said it I, I don't know about the anniversary patch being on the leg it's a little little odd a little, little weird a little weird for my liking but no. sticking with i mean it's not egg, bad because the 25th anniversary
1: Jade. was on the on the on the shorts then so
3: or you know the ducks if they didn't put the anniversary patch there would it be the logo that's on the, the front of the jersey or would it be the d logo you know what I mean? Like I feel like they'd put the gold D just slap it right on the purple pants. I just so, but the the, the purple pants are
2: very nice. I do like.
1: Yeah, them. They're, they're they're.
3: I mean,
2: I, f- I feel like it's gonna be very hard to fuck up eggplant and jade. Yeah, like say what you will about the top. Like I feel like the rest of it's gonna look fine as long as it's not too much of one color. Yeah,
3: and I need um, to see the helmets now because Felix said that they're gonna be black, and I can't get it out of my head, and I don't want that. I want I want more purple. So. Hopefully, they're not black
1: helmets. It's probably going to be plum.
3: Plum. He said it. He said plum.
2: This is going to be one of those years where I absolutely have to get to the gear sale at the end of the year to get some gloves. Um, Just because I feel like I miss out all the time, and then I find them on sideline swap for like $300, and I hate myself.
3: (laughs) Speaking of plum, go buy our new shirt. With the actual plum. Yeah, there's a plum. Do we have a new it. shirt? Yeah, we got. When man, did that happen? Man, I post it all over our stuff. How do you miss <laughs> it, Lou? Did you I, miss it or did I, you just forget? Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. LAP on a plum. It's very simple. It's just a purple plum, but it's fun. I like it. I don't know. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you okay there, pal?
1: No, I'm reading a disparaging comment in Discord right now.
0: Jeez. I, I tried to throw my zen in the traps and I missed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: You wanna you wanna do your ad read first, Chris? Because oh, do I, we? I know oh, you've been popping oh, at the bit for this. <laughs> okay, so Nat wanted
3: me to do this. Shout out to Nat from the uh, What the Chell podcast. Go listen. Go follow them. They're great. She wanted me to read this. She wanted me to do this ad read. So hold on a second. My phone locked.
1: I have it pulled up.
3: I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. (laughs) All right. So, you know, basketball Twitter lately, if you're into basketball, I'm not, but it's hard to miss this. Um, They're going nuts over uh, Damian Lillard. He uh, got traded to uh, Milwaukee, to the Milwaukee Bucks from the Portland Trailblazers. Milwaukee, they, ha- they you know they they have uh what what are they like third jerseys or something? They're it's called I think cream they call city. It the
1: the statement uniform statement or something? uniform
3: says Cream City, city on it aren't, the aren't they like the city city con- no not city connect that's baseball that's
0: baseball like it's something like that
1: yeah it's yeah. like city something yeah 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 yeah
3: and it, you know they have it, it says Cream City on it, <laughs> it oh so, yeah and we love does. our cream here especially Lou oh, we making weird cream. noises as I speak but you know how you can also get on the cream hype without leaving home visit shift hockey.com. They have great cream colored merch options. If you use code lap 10, that's L a P 10 at checkout, you get 10% off. Um, I tweeted out, uh, this, this ad as well. And I showed, uh, my favorites from shift hockey. They have a cream colored sweatshirt. Yeah. A hooded sweatshirt cream for
1: 69 99
3: 60. Yeah. It's a nice, that's a nice, nice price for a cream sweater. Um, and then, you know, I, I shared the same sweater, just in black. It's very nice. And then a, a dad hat, which I don't wear dad hats, but it's a very nice looking hat. So those were my four favorite things. But yeah, shifthockey.com. Go check them out. Lap 10 is your way to save some cash because uh, you'll want a lot of stuff. I promise. It's a very cool site. <laughs> go check it out. Cream.
2: That was uh, very well done, Chris. Thank you.
1: Um who's playing at SoFi this weekend? Anyone? Not oh, yeah, the oh yeah, the fucking Raiders are there. Oh. Uh yeah, if you yeah. want to go if you want to go see that embarrassment, <laughs> uh get your tickets at uh seven one four tickets, promo code LAP LAP. Yep. Go see the Ducks in San Diego.
3: Ducks in San Diego and, tomorrow. Yeah. So by the time you're listening to this. Maybe and home
0: Friday. opener coming up October fifteenth. Let us uh, let us know if you're going. I they will. They have w- they have one more preseason game at home,
3: right? Yeah.
1: Only Coyotes, one more. Coyotes. Coyotes. Next
3: week. Next week sometime. Yeah, the fifth. I think October fifth. I believe so. Uh, yeah. Seven one four. Grab your ducks preseason.
1: And they're playing tickets. in Palm Springs next week. I think.
2: Yeah, that's the yeah. game against the Coyotes. Are yeah, they the a home
1: team it. or the away team?
3: away
2: yeah
3: oh. yeah plenty of options to use code, promo LAP, code LAP promo code lap at 714 tickets dot com
2: and finally you can also get ESPN plus uh if you use uh the inside the rink link of inside the com slash ESPN um just goes to help the network and all of our podcasts you know everybody's getting back into the grind i know some of our east coast podcasts um like the leafs late night they've been going uh right around the same time we started again um i know the bruins benders are they're kind of getting back into things as are the uh what did the rangers podcast change their name to because they used to be the pangers pod right
3: yeah they're now ranting rangers
2: but you know hockey is back so ESPN Plus, Hulu, they'll have the games starting again this season. Yep. Um, we're back to the cup final on ESPN this year, right? Or is it yes. TNT this year? No, it's uh ESPN. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, once we get to the end of the year, you'll be able to watch all the cup final games and stuff. Yep. And they usually get what?
3: uh ESPN gets one of the conference finals while TNT gets the other. I don't know yeah. how to choose that. I don't know if they automatically... I don't know if it's the same every year where they get the same conference. can't remember. I know in TNT. basketball, it
1: flip-flops.
3: Does it? Okay. Yeah. Because they, yeah. get, they
1: get basketball
3: in a TNT. Plenty of options with ESPN+. Plus. I've been watching a ton of preseason hockey with that wonderful subscription. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: great. <laughs> Good for Chris, man. Yeah, man. Living the life.
2: Say we do have clarification. Palm Springs is Sunday. Uh, Thank you, Tamara, for posting that in the chat. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So we've spent a lot of time about uh, contracts and drama, but I feel like the rest of the notes here are just all drama, and it's great. (laughs) Um, We had Stephen Samkos come out in the media and say that he was very disappointed that he doesn't have a new contract extension. And I kind of feel like, you know, Elliot Friedman said it best. He's like, what if the team just doesn't care to sign him again? I kind of feel like that's the approach you have to have given his injury history. Mm -hmm. Not to say that he can't retire, you know, a a lifelong bolt. But if you're the team that's so cap-strapped as they are, are you really going to be able to fit him in yeah. on another contract like even even if he were to say i will take a million dollars every year i don't feel like he's that type of player that would do that mm-hmm. um not to say that i think he's full of himself um <laughs> or anything of the sort but i just kind of feel like the pedigree of player he is he's gonna want to try and be a career guy but still make his money especially in florida where there's no state tax where mm-hmm. you can make all of that money and not be taxed for it. Um, but holy shit, everyone was freaking out about it. Um, I do love every time a big superstar like that has some drama with the team they're on, the Leafs fans jump into things saying, yep. oh, you'll love Toronto, like they have cap space.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Um,
2: but hey, you know, I, I don't blame them for trying. Half half the free agents that they signed this year will be gone next year anyways. so... I mean, it's possible, <laughs> but... <laughs> does, does Tampa Bay
1: even make the playoffs this year?
2: I mean, with the news of Vasilevsky being out for two months, uh, I think it was... I don't remember if it was Jay Fresh or it was Dom that posted, it but their playoff odds dropped a whole 13%. Oof. With that news this morning. And
1: Ooh, uh, they, who uh, did they lose in offseason besides Alex corner?
2: They lost Corey Perry. Perry, Maroon. Belmar. So they lost their entire fourth line. Yeah. yeah. Who um, the hell is
1: their
3: backup?
2: I Was it don't... Brian Elliott? Still? I don't know. He's still kicking around? We will pull up the old cap friendly while we uh, try and figure this out.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's more fun when this kind of drama
2: is happening outside of Anaheim. Let's see. Their goalies are... Elliot is not there. It is Jonas Johansson who is last. Oh, okay. At, no, he was on the Panthers after he got traded from the. Amps.
3: Yeah, he was a Saber too. I think.
2: So not exactly, you, yeah. not exactly, not <laughs> exactly
3: ideal. Never <laughs> heard of him
1: in my life.
2: So they still have Brent Seabrook on LTIR for a year. <laughs> But they have a whopping, let's mm-hmm. see, they are over the cap by $6 million. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're kind of fucked right now. Yeah, enjoy.
3: <laughs> and the Atlantic
1: enjoy. Division isn't an easy division.
3: Yeah, because the Sabres kids are on the rise. Get ready for some Buffalo hockey all up in your face. It's going to be okay. beautiful. <clears throat> I'm going to get Lou to watch every Sabres game. Are you now? Yeah, we're going to FaceTime. It's going to be really cute.
1: Do you even have my number? I think. Yeah, I have it.
3: That was do so I even rude. have your number? That was so rude to say live. We're on a podcast together and we're friends and, you and you're questioning if I have your number. That's so mean. Anyway. Yeah. The Lightning, are me- they're, they're a mess. Good luck to them. Good luck to them.
2: Uh, we had the coyotes beat the kings in the global series which uh, that was a uh, the first i only watched the first game but it was it was pretty good it was weird it was watching cool. hockey at 9 p.m. yeah at night
3: that was different um it was cool i really enjoyed it um they I did say that, they did say that they saw they were able to find merch of every nhl team
1: that's uh, pretty cool at, at
3: the game so all teams were represented that that weekend, and that's fun. I hope they do more. Um, a lot of people don't know that Australians care about hockey, and it you know it might not be obviously as much as other countries, but they've had hockey there for a long time, so I'm not too surprised. But it's still cool to see. Um, they sold out both games. I think they were like 13k for both, and uh, yeah, the NHL launched their own little Australian uh, TikTok, and their Instagram and they're doing the whole thing so it's it's cool. I mean I, I think I read something that they're not going to go back every single year but maybe like every other so. But yeah, so that's that was the preseason version of the global series. I know that they're doing a uh, regular season. I think it's in is it in Sweden this year? I can't remember.
1: Can I tell you?
2: Yeah. yeah. They, they do it's, so many series yeah, that it's hard to keep track of. Yeah. What they is they always, where?
3: They kind of always do it in like Sweden or Finland or even do it one in Italy, right? I think Italy would be cool.
1: Yeah,
3: they need to go back to the UK. They haven't been back to like England in a long time.
2: They were talking about how they uh, they talked to Luke Robitaille and he said that they need to go back. He was talking about how the the Ducks and Kings went. You know, in '07, yeah. it was mm-hmm. like it's 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 time to go back, which yeah. that'd Didn't they cool. go like
1: right after they won
3: the cup? The King yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a double or back to back against the Kings in uh, in London at the O2 Arena. That was cool. I still remember watching that. That was fun. I think that was Hiller. That was Hiller's like debut or something. I'm pretty sure. Like that was Hiller's like. Sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool though.
2: So we had uh, Logan Cooley scoring the goal of the year before uh, the season even starts uh, pretty big fight in the first game that was actually entertaining. I'm not one to really like sit back and say that you know a fight was good or not, but yeah, I mean they got it, they had to let him at some point mm-hmm. and they broke it up and then they let the two guys go. The highlight of night one was Ryan being. Mm-hmm caught horny on main on twitter the uh anth- oh, anthem- he sure did anthem singer finding his tweet which was hilarious. that was hell-
3: it was so fast too like, it wasn't, like are like, you the talking next- about me <laughs> like it was the next day or anything like it was literally 10 minutes later yeah she so, must have like checked twitter to yeah. see it was so fast i could not stop laughing that was that was great
2: gotta try harder next time rye gotta uh-huh. hide it <laughs> definitely gonna work on that definitely gonna work on that well we have some uniforms that got revealed um the jets they revealed their uh, rcaf uniforms which i'm not a huge fan um i I liked them the first day just because it was something fresh (laughs) and then every time i've seen it since just the modern jets logo on the front kind of pisses me off
0: yeah i'm not a fan
1: everything's fine but the logo.
0: Should have gone with the old one. But. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean the rest I like it. I like the old school gloves on it. Looks cool. Yeah.
2: I feel yeah. like the uh the Oilers Heritage Classic jerseys look better doing the whole brown, brown pant, brown glove thing. Yeah. Um
1: the numbers on the oil drop.
2: The, the number on the oil drops really sick.
3: I do like that.
2: That's yeah, that's my a good favorite touch. part. Yeah. I, I do agree with you though, Chris. The little little script underneath like banner it, thing is a little weird, but it
3: is a little yeah.
2: I kind of feel like with teams like that that have so much history and don't change jerseys very often, it's hard to do something new. I feel like that's kind of the case with like the Red Wings. Anytime they're in a game like that, where it's like yeah, you can excuse me, you can only do so many things to change up the winged wheel.
3: Yeah. And then they did that one year. They had that ugly looking like D.
2: <laughs> yeah, for the stadium series. Yeah. And it's just like everyone hated it. So it's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Go back to the, the old school.
3: <laughs> we were wrong. Don't switch it up.
2: But I mean, I feel like out of all of the ones we saw, I mean, Calgary's were nice. Um, I I do like that they told McDavid and Kadri to look menacing and Stuff in the pictures, but oh, the way they photoshopped them in, like Kadri's looking one direction and McDavid's like staring off into space. Like,
3: that's <laughs> McDavid's look all the time. It's so funny. <laughs>
2: oh, jeez. But out of the three, I'd say, out of all these like retro jerseys we got in the last week, I think the Oilers are the best. Yeah. And Calgary. And then if Winnipeg just did the old logo, it would look so much better. It but... would 100%.
1: The Wild went to the Subway uniforms, yeah, for their alternate.
3: I'm just glad that they changed up the the Wild logo a little bit, like the colors, because I think the reverse retro one, the the like water in the logo, the stream, was yellow. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of that. So <laughs> they they fixed it. looks looks better, but it's still Subway. But it's okay. Eat fresh, yeah. Eat, I mean, kind of kind of fresh.
2: I'm glad they've gotten rid of like having a lot of red in their uniforms. They're mm-hmm. using red as like an accent kind of sparingly now.
3: Yeah, the green they use is so much better. It's wonderful. Okay. Forest green's great, dude. All right. Whatever Bros of.
2: Have... Well we also had confirmation that the uh trade that would have seen Kevin Hayes go to the blues earlier in the offseason was in fact Stopped by Tory Krug. Um, I kind of like that he was like, No, I want to be here, I don't want to get traded. Yeah, especially to um, Philly. I just found it very funny that it was like I signed a contract here, I obviously want to be here. Why would I want to be traded? Yeah, <laughs> and it was just kind of just yeah. blunt as that. Straight just up like, Yeah, hey, you have your right to do that. Like, can't argue. Uh, way to stick to your guns, but it is kind of funny just fuck no, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, that was, that was, that was fun. That was a fun little, little piece of news that I saw.
2: Not as fun as waking up this morning and seeing Mark Stone being dragged. I was,
3: what an, what an idiot.
2: I watched that clip because we went to bed last night and I had completely missed it and I saw it this morning and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you got hit.
0: A fully a fully clean hit, by the way. Fully clean hit, by like not even debatable, and barely even late. Like people are people are arguing it's late. Like sure, maybe a little bit. Imagine not. No, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the hit. You know, I, I mean, I don't I don't mind the Vegas reaction to it. I think if you, I think if you run a captain like that, I mean, I I don't think you should think that the other team is not going to put their hands on you. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean I, I I didn't have a problem with anything that went on the ice. I think I think I think Mark Stone was I mean, let's face it, he was being he was being a bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> like he was being a bitch. Whining so much.
2: It's like you get hit by a guy and then you go and complain about being hit and saying, Oh yeah, I'll never see him again. Like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. It's preseason. Yeah. <laughs> and you're you're saying that about a guy who's most likely gonna be like a second, third pair guy on the rain. Like, yeah. wow, that, very, that really very cool,
3: Mark. You got him.
2: It is emoji
3: looking guy.
2: <laughs> it really like upsets me because it's like, you know, you're going to get the retread in like a day or two of just like, oh, I said it because I was upset that we lost and because I got hit. Yeah. And it's like, just just say that. Just say, hey, I didn't like the hit. I'm not a fan of it felt like it was late, whatever be done with it. Because at yeah. least then it's like, Hey, you know, it gets settled on the ice next time. Yep. You know, is, is the guy that hit him ever going to probably be up to do that ever again? Who knows? Uh, more, you know, more likely, probably not just because I, I want to say he his last name was Hodgson, right? Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah.
2: I want to say he's going to be brand new to the rain this year. I don't know if he's a camp invite or if he was in the ECHL in the King system, but it's like, I I don't know. It's just, you're going to get that regret of, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that in the media like that. And it's just like, bro, it's fucking preseason. Like, yeah, he's trying to make the roster. Don't be a bitch about getting hit. Yeah. Like, it'd be different if you're getting cross-checked in the back. Like, especially for a guy like Mark Stone that's had the back problems he's had the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But it was very funny to read all of the comments saying, well, we just know he's going to enjoy a nice vacation and come back April 19th this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And good, you know, for as much shit as I give them. Good on the Vegas fans that were calling it out, too. Because they easily could just be like, "Oh, we stand with the captain," and you know he shouldn't be hit like that. A lot of the ones I saw were just like, "Come on, dude! Like it's preseason. It was a clean hit. You had the puck, maybe gone for a split second. Yeah, you, you got hit by a guy that was bigger than you. Like just you're playing a contact sport. Eat it yep. and fucking just move on.
0: <laughs> yep. Four uh, yep. mark. Full stop. Poor
2: mark. <laughs> I mean, I guess you win a cup and suddenly you can't be hit.
0: No, you're, not above, you're not above being hit because you're a skilled player or because you're a captain or because, like, no.
3: You're no. not that guy.
2: You're not that guy.
3: <laughs> you're no. not that guy.
2: <laughs> well, we will transition here into our questions. We got a few this week. Oh, okay. I'm really? very excited for Ryan's because Ryan's, Ryan's has yeah. good potential.
3: Really quick, I just want to say shout out to, uh, I know Lou's not going to know who this is, so Lou, you don't have to ask who, because I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, shout out to uh, Tate McRae, her song, uh, Greedy. It's been stuck in my head, and I've only seen it because it's been shared everywhere on Hockey Twitter, because her entire music video is in a hockey rink, apparently outside of Los Angeles. Anyway, her song's very catchy. It's been stuck in my head for like two days. It's called Greedy. Um, okay. Yeah, it's very cool. Apparently, Cole Sillinger, Blue Jackets player, dated her. I don't know. But everyone said that he fumbled the bag there. So I'm guessing that's what happened. So good song. Fun stuff.
2: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll start our questions here with uh, our Hockey 365 topic of the week. And he asks, what do you guys consider the perfect in-arena hockey meal? Does this vary amongst other sports or arenas, or do you generally stick to the same spread wherever you go?
0: Uh, eat somewhere before or after, because it's too expensive, and then yep. I'm just good with a beer.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, but I'm Connor.
1: I I don't really eat at Ducks games.
3: I mean, if I were, if I did, um, I'm usually pretty, uh, pretty boring, and I stick to the chicken tenders i'm a i'm a chicken tender guy i'll get like
0: um, i'll get like a pretzel if a i'm pretzel that's a good yeah something. pretzel and a beer really hard to beat. okay there really you hard go to
3: beat. yeah that's that's a good that's a good one right there um in the chat here cookies and a dirty shirley of course cookies all
0: right savannah of course. i had to google
3: what a dirty
1: shirley was
3: of the, course cookies. Uh, oh, and, I,
1: and i feel dumb now
3: early temple of vodka pretty much
1: yeah yeah
3: yeah um yeah yeah chicken tenders barbecue sauce that's my go-to that's my go-to it doesn't really matter what stadium or arena it is either because they usually all have pretty decent chicken tenders but um what was i gonna say oh the cookie thing yeah um honda center Best cookies. Um, what's it called again?
0: Kathy's cookies.
3: Kathy's <laughs> yeah, cookies, delicious. My God, like I <laughs> chocolate chip cookies are just so great. I just, I love it. I love it. Gotta have them. it. Gotta have it. You what? So I haven't tried them. Oh my God, I swear you have. I remember like I just remember like seeing people walk around Hanna Center with buckets. I'm like, where are these buckets of cookies coming from? Like, how do you just come in here with a bucket? But. Kathy's Kathy's place, man. Kathy's cookies, they know what's up.
2: Yeah, for me, it's either chicken tenders or a hot dog. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really particular.
1: <clears throat> nice glizzy.
2: Some wonderful hockey glizzy. I feel like it's I don't know. Um I feel like I like the Honda Center hot dogs better than Angel Stadium just because I feel like they actually like cook 'em.
3: Um
2: <laughs> I don't know. You can't really go wrong with a hot dog and a beer. Yeah, I if, always, you're, true. I if you're always gonna be weird about it, then you know.
1: I get my tall boy <laughs> ducks beer every game and I'm um, I'm content.
2: Just Beautiful. sitting up sitting up on the video board waving like last night?
1: Yeah, I was on the video board for like three seconds, but barely.
2: I was watching the stream and I looked over, and all I saw was Lou look at the I camera. F- I feel
1: bad for Savannah, man. They fucked with her so hard last night.
3: Oh, on the. Yeah. I saw her alone like two times, and I already missed her being on there like another three. So.
1: And I think Olivia was on the board for like a split second, too. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: but yeah, I was on it for like half a second. Good for me.
2: Yeah, you waved. You waved at the camera and waved at the board. Good old Lou. (laughs) Well, our first question comes from Jack. He asks, what's your hottest Ducks take for this upcoming season? Personally, I think Nesterenko will earn some second-line minutes this year. Hottest Ducks
1: take. Nestoranko's second-line minutes. Tyson Hines plays more than 10 games.
3: Really?
0: It's not. Ooh, that's a.
3: That's
1: a hot take.
0: It's <laughs> a good one. Um, Nathan Gaucher is on the team before the new year.
2: I'm yeah. gonna say Tristan Leno plays more than more than ten. Is I he feel going like the juniors or no? It they're making it sound like he That's is. ALC.
0: He did sign his ELC, but he is he is eligible for San Diego, though, so we'll see.
1: Oh.
2: I don't know. They they interviewed him as well, or Derek talked to him as well, and he said that Cronin's had a uh, big emphasis on being physically fit, and he's worked a lot on that and gotten stronger. So, I don't know. I feel like he's a sleeper candidate to make the team and, and stick around a little bit longer.
3: I'll say – uh Jacob Perot sticks around bottom six and gives us like twelve to fifteen goals this year.
0: That is a hot take that's a hot take, <laughs> yeah Chris shooting himself Chris in the foot Chris early shooting for the moon.
3: Ooh. <laughs>
2: We'll have to go back and see what our hot takes were from last year because I know we had Jesus. some like really, really out there ones that were yeah. like, Yeah, Klingberg's gonna be a Norris candidate this year. <laughs> I say I,
0: I say we <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, we don't have to do that. <laughs> you no. don't want to pull up the receipts? Nah. <laughs> have we learned nothing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we waited to do this one until you came back, Connor. I know you said you wanted to answer this one. But if you're doing fantasy football you're, this year, what is your team name and what is your best player? This was from oh, Faith. Yeah. I gotta pull up my fantasy football
0: team. <laughs> I don't think I can say my team name. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Oh, I know what it is.
0: Uh, I'm not gonna say it though. If you're in my Twitter circle, you know what my team <laughs> name is, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it's um I think Margot Robbie's hot. I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> 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 and
2: valid but yeah i wouldn't expand further <laughs> than that
0: yeah i don't think i'm gonna put that out on air but if you really want to know i'll dm you on twitter i guess let me know whatever Hot. not putting that on the air <laughs> <Hot>. <laughs> mine's
3: boring mines is midway monsters and my best player is probably josh allen easily i got josh allen and derrick henry but derrick henry lost me this lost me this week because he only got me like two goddamn points
0: well, I mean, I can I can say the names of, like, my other two leagues because those are fine. Uh, one of my leagues, Justin Herbert, is my quarterback, so my team name is Rainbow Herbert. Nice. And, then, and another league, I have Christian McCaffrey, so my team name is Run CMC. Okay, nice.
2: Who would you say is your best player? I could just be from any of the teams. You don't have to.
0: Oh, pick from well, all of them. Well, I had the number one pick in in that Justin Herbert league, so Justin Jefferson. Nice.
2: Who was your? You said yours was Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. Kind of glad I didn't do football again this year because I mean, the last two years I came close in the playoffs, but like my
1: my I... team's severely under underperforming. The, the <laughs> Swamp City swamp butts. I don't think it would have allowed me to put the swamp asses. So I yeah, showed it the swamp butts. Swamp. <laughs> yeah.
0: ESPN censored the word puka because people are trying to make like hookah puns with it. Oh. One of my teammates, um. names, I tried to make it pass me the puka and it said I couldn't do it. So I was Jeez. like, Fuck. I'm like, it's stupid. <laughs> like, what's wrong with a hookah? Like, Jesus. <laughs>
2: Can't have smoking on ESPN. Bastard guys. Our next one comes from Jay Money, and this is uh, in reference to what happened at the end of the Ducks game last night. But why is Kalorn so dirty? LOL. <laughs> hey, it is just sandpaper. Yeah, you le- know, leadership qualities this team needs. He learned from the best in Tampa Bay. You
3: know, Kucherov
2: hacking at kneecaps, yeah, and just, ankles.
3: You know, it's just it's just instinct
0: he's just that guy it wasn't dirty don't uh don't elbow guys <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. simple
0: was, as
2: that it was funny the uh the, the meme i posted last night of spongebob and patrick with the casket um oh god yeah. it, it brought in. it it brought a uh lone coyotes fan into my mentions this morning like a and he was thing? like oh, that didn't happen when uh terry's face got caved in jesus christ but you know he kind of looks like an idiot because he said last year and it was two years ago but uh,
3: yeah he's not very smart
2: i don't know if this is his stanley cup i'll just let him have it
3: yeah
1: i mean was that really two years ago
3: yeah it was still like the covid restriction year because i was i remember being at the game and it was very very odd <laughs>
2: I did. I shout out whoever uh, NHL Cooley is on Twitter because they kind of shot it down and was just like, it made us look even more brutal. We're very terrible fan base.
3: <laughs>
2: just Like, yeah. Put him in his place. Yeah. They, Take didn't, feel a like, seat. they didn't feel like arguing with a dumbass today. Take a in, seat. Enjoying the penguin exhibit at the time. So <laughs> Screw this guy. I'm with penguins. <laughs> Okay, our next one comes from Spencer. And, you know, in the, in the vein of just everything going off the rails, would you guys contemplate the idea of a rasmus trade to Anaheim for both Seagrass and Drysdale?
0: I think if you're um, Buffalo, you do that. But I think if you're Anaheim, you say no. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do that. No, Thanks.
2: And not not a knock on Dolan, but... Not at all. Not at all. No, he's
0: elite. I just don't think the Ducks are in a position to, to do something like that.
2: Well, and especially after his extension, too. It's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of money. Okay, we got one more before our squeak of the week. Okay. All right. I know we've answered one similar before, um, but Kate asks us again, what is your preferred relocation destination if there was another expansion? uh ooh. it's got to be midwest for me it's either another texas team or you you branch out and
0: go like kansas city or a
2: place like that
0: Shout out, Kate, by the way i'd say KC, casey. Yep. casey underrated sports town i think i got some, yeah, go time. I spent, themselves. some time in college there so i i'd say i'd say casey i think i think they could support it i mean they have a nice arena there downtown that's mm-hmm. already they played college uh they play college tournaments there, so I, I I went to a college hockey game there actually, so that was cool. But um yeah, I got yeah, so I'd say KC probably. KC or he
2: you must love that Kansas City's in the news blue. Um well,
0: not like a...
1: even, let's not even talk about that, dude. That annoys me to know end.
0: that's gonna say it's a double <laughs> whammy for you. Literally, <laughs> it's literally Lou's worst nightmare. <laughs> Personal hell. If there, if there was a, a, a a, like, if you had to paint a picture of the worst celebrity (laughs) couple for Lou, it would be that. It's that, and it happened. (laughs) That's so crazy, though.
3: Seriously. Now we just need Drake to do something crazy.
1: No, we shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Nope.
2: Okay, our last one. Last one comes from our good power.
3: Our, our our pal ryan our squeak oh wait i forgot the oh. answer sorry really quick salt oh. lake
2: city
1: that's it yeah yeah I'll go salt lake city too
0: oh i got a i got a good one for ryan's
2: okay Shoot so squeak. he starts with oh my god it's horrible horror and cringe at every turn i cannot <laughs> fathom surely i am speaking of the nightmare that is dot 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 soda what are some of the worst branding logo downgrades in the chat's opinion? He goes, minus the Ducks, since Anaheim always ugly. Um,
0: oh, so bring back yellow Wendy's.
3: Oh, yeah, yellow
0: Wendy's. Yeah. Yellow. Yeah.
3: That a retro Taco Bell. I was literally about to say Taco yeah, retro Bell. Ta-
0: yeah, retro Taco Bell is a vibe.
3: Yeah.
1: Did you see the that rebrand for Coke? No. Yeah, Is I that think, real? I
0: think, I think that's what he's referencing. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Is that real, they though? Just, they change, I don't know if it's real, but there's rumors going around that they're changing just to a basic, like, standard font logo instead of, like, oh, okay. it's early, and it looks stupid, but I don't know if that's actually real. But... I know Pepsi. Pepsi just did something. Yeah, like... Pepsi. Uh... I thought the Pepsi rebrand actually looked fine. Yeah, yeah that that looks it, all right. it's, it's fine. Mixed it up a little bit.
3: We're talking sports teams as well. I will say two Miami teams. Um Need to figure it
0: out. The Dolphins and the Marlins. Yes, the yeah, fucking Marlins. Marlins. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say the Marlins. Yeah, definitely yeah. the Marlins.
0: I got, I got no problem with the Dolphins look. I've always loved those colors. I mean, granted, yeah, like it's not the same colors as back in the day, but I think I've always really liked the Dolphins. look. I don't mind the
3: the colors. I don't like the the new logo. I like the old uh, yeah. one better. The the current colors are awesome. I have no problem there. It's but it's the, just logo. the logo. Mm-hmm. The logo's not terrible, but at the same time, I just I like the other one. Like, how can you get rid of a dolphin actually wearing a football helmet? It's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, Marlins, come on.
2: Okay. Uh, Diamondbacks are up yeah. there. Diamondbacks need to go back to the purple. Yes, they do. Um, I absolutely hated the snakeskin look.
3: <laughs> I still remember when they were revealing that. Like, it was huge. Like, it was a big deal all over the city. Like, in every single mall, they had, like, a thing. That was like, oh, this is you know, make sure you're at this mall at this time where we're gonna reveal these awesome uniforms, and then, like you couldn't get away from it. And then it happened, and it's like, wow, those suck. Like that is like the worst. That's horrible. Like all that hype for snakeskin.
2: Hey, and Archie Bradley had the moment in him. Um, he shit his pants. Like <laughs> just the just the perfect. Analogy for what those uniforms were going from just such nice ones to whatever the (laughs) fuck that was. Yeah. I feel like the Nationals were in that camp too when they first became the Nationals. Mm -hmm. Those original Nationals jerseys were rough. Yeah. Yeah. I actually
3: have one, but yeah, they were were pretty rough.
2: A lot of gold. I feel like there's a lot of baseball ones you could say. Mm -hmm. I absolutely hate the Angels just because of how basic it is. But it's also just for a yeah, the fan in me. I hate
0: the angels for a lot of reasons. Yeah.
2: I was gonna say, but that's also just because I I want them to go back. I miss the days of like the vest jerseys with the undershirts underneath, Mm. where like they wore like the red under armor and then just like the vest uniform.
3: I'll actually throw I'll throw an NBA team out of the bus too. We'll go with the Memphis Grizzlies because uh the old Grizzlies when they first moved to Memphis and then the Vancouver logo. Beautiful. Absolutely yeah,
1: awesome. Yeah.
3: I'm not a fan of the Warriors ones. You're not I don't a Warriors like the, fan anymore? Yeah. Oh, no,
1: man. I said I don't like the, the the Bay Bridge logo. Yeah, I got I you. I like the the old one. Better. I don't like the Astros. I like I like the brick red Astro look with the pin yeah. Stretch.
2: But I feel like I feel like a lot of the cities like like the Astros, the Warriors, like they win in those uniforms.
3: Yeah.
2: And it's hard to switch that branding when your team's successful in it.
3: Like the Ducks currently.
2: Yeah, because uh, finishing second to last just really instills great (laughs) memories.
1: (laughs) Apparently, the Kings are using the crown logo a lot now. Like they're going to be using that going forward. Yeah, as any, they
2: anything but the home plate. Yeah, yeah, this ain't um, baseball, boy. They went back to the Chevy logo. I wouldn't hate it, but I also kind of feel like at that point you also have to change the <laughs> Reigns branding because that's what they use. Like, yeah, bring back the crown, damn it.
3: Yeah, that was that's a good squeak. Good squeak of the week. I can't think of any others actually. So, I yeah, can,
2: I like the
1: Sharks new center ice logo. I thought it looked really good the other day.
2: The
3: fin?
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, the fin. Not bad. Hey, you gotta do something if you're gonna be that shitty. Yeah. (laughs) Just shot across the bow just for no reason, because we're gonna be just as bad, most likely. Yeah. Well, if we don't have any more questions in the Twitch chat, you can send them now. We'll hang on for a minute or two while we close out here.
1: You know, we have an another question. Did
0: I don't we? think so. I don't think so.
1: Was there like a food question or something? No. Not to my knowledge. No. Did you get one uh, personally? Locked on Anaheim's. Oh, right. oh, that one. Where, Where are your go-to... Spots in Orange County for El Pastor Tacos.
3: Oh yeah, I can't. To um,
0: I have no idea. Tacos Los Cholos in Anaheim. That's my vote.
2: I haven't had much Mexican since I moved out here. We went to a place today over by Wild Goose. It was pretty good. Someone tweeted on the pod account the other day that El
1: Pastor Tacos are just fine, and oh, I Oh yeah, agree. So- someone just tweeted yeah, that. Yeah, somebody, somebody mm-hmm. did that. Um, but I agree. They're just fine.
3: Must Nothing have been Elon, spectacular. Elon's people got upset that.
1: about over that.
3: They sure did. All I saw right. all of it.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> mm. okay. I I put us back in the good graces of the people posting burrito content the last two days.
1: Yeah. Hey, did you know in syncs back? Sure right. are. Oh, no, uh, I I I sing a Backstreet Boys song there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a way to end. Yeah. yeah. But yeah you take so, us out, Chris.
3: Yeah. So that's it for this week. Thanks, uh, as always, for listening. And if you stuck around all the way to the end, we appreciate you. If you don't mind, wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, leave us a rating. Review uh helps the show a lot and we we definitely appreciate it. We'd love to see to get we would love to see more reviews. Um, definitely more ratings. To kind of bump our show there. Um, but yeah, make sure you're following us on all of our social media. We have a lot of it. Um we do. Um, yeah. At late arrivals pod, everywhere, literally everywhere. We keep it simple. Um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We have blue sky now. Um, we're still oh, on threads. We? Yeah, we have blue sky. Yeah, you followed it. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> um, Dude, I don't we remember. Have, we, Shit. we have threads, we have threads still. Um when did i follow it a while ago uh follow us on youtube uh subscribe to us on youtube um, at late arrivals pod also follow the inside the rink youtube follow inside the rink everywhere you follow late arrivals pod so you can keep up to date with not only us but everybody in the network especially our wonderful writers um if you're in any ducks facebook groups i post our articles in there too so you might see us in there as well um, but yeah, make sure you're following us on Twitch. You can now buy us. I, I started a new thing where you could buy us a cup of coffee now, where if you don't, if you're not down for merch, I know sometimes merch can be a little expensive. Um, you might not like it, which is fine. It's not for everyone. Um, if you don't want to buy a Twitch subscription, um, we understand a lot of that stuff, you know, it can kind of be expensive over time and you know, it's not cheap to survive out here, but, uh, if you still want to support the show without doing any of that, you can buy us a cup of coffee. um, And it's just a simple donation. Um, You can literally do like a $5 donation or something. Um, If you visit our, um, it's just buymeacoffee.com slash late arrivals pod. And you'll find it there. You can buy us like one cup of coffee, three, five, as many as you want. Um, Leave a comment too. Yeah. You can leave a comment. Um, It's just another way for you to support the show without, you know, needing to buy merch or anything like that. So, we definitely appreciate it if you check that out and uh, maybe make a donation. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think I covered all the bases there. Oh, just dropping every link possible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so many things. But yeah, well, that, that should do it. Uh, see you next week. Yeah. See. see. Later. Bye. Bye.
0: You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at LateArrivalsPod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.